Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. The boldest, greatest, most incredibly awesomely, believe me, fantastically making podcasting great again podcast in the history of the universe. Speaking of which, I happen to have with me right here the greatest podcasting co-host in the history of the universe, Mr. Everett Farnell. Oh, Steve, you're, you embarrass me every week. But I got to break continuity just for a second because I need to complain about something. I showed up at the local steakhouse here last night with my wife. And I mean, it's a nice steakhouse. You know, it was three, four hundred dollars for dinner. Not the best, but good solid steakhouse. And, uh, they started giving me shit. I mean, I live in Florida. They started giving me shit because I was wearing a pair of sandals and some, some, shor- some shorts. And then when I ordered my steak, I told him I wanted it well done and he, in the, the guy like crinkled his nose. And then when they brought it, I asked him, could I get some ketchup? And he looked oh. at me like he was offended. Yeah, and, that would infuriate the chef. They, Oh, well, I mean, they, they came back, they they said, oh, well, you know, we're going to have to send somebody to the store. What kind of damn steak restaurant doesn't have ketchup? What the hell's wrong with them? They had to send somebody to the store to go buy some ketchup. So well, that means that that restaurant place. is incredibly unpresidential. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because our president loves his favorite meal is steak well done with ketchup. I think that's uh, according to any decent chef, those are the two worst things you could possibly do to a steak. It makes me want to cry because I love a good steak. And by the way, I don't eat my steak well done. I eat it uh, medium rare if it's a good well, steak. Well, the second thing is, I mean, steak. even that steakhouse, I mean, who are you to be going to that steakhouse with all the finest people in town? And who are you, like a blue-collar guy, to be waltzing in there uninvited into that steakhouse? I walk, in there like a, I walk in there like a boss, and when they give me any shit, I give them a little elbow to the ribs and walk around them. Get out of my way. <laughs> Speaking of which, we have this week, as the podcast episode goes live, of all things, we have Donald Trump going to Davos, Switzerland. And for people who have never heard of what the heck that is before, there's a good reason for that. This is a gathering of the most elite of the elite of the elite. More than a thousand private planes fly into this town in Switzerland. Switzerland, known for the famous Swiss bank accounts, where all these multi-bazillionaires hide all their money and have never, ever invited Donald Trump or anyone like him to come hobnob with the elite of the elite of the coolest, most elite people ever to grace the earth. But now that he's president, suddenly Donald Trump says, you know what? I am crashing that party. And if you've ever seen the movie Caddyshack, then you know that Rodney Dangerfield joining Bushwood Country Club is like Donald Trump going to Davos. And hilarity (laughs) ensues. 
Come on now. I mean, like you just said, I mean, I know you were joking, but seriously, I'd have to believe that there has never, ever been a bottle of ketchup anywhere near any restaurant in the entire town of Davos, Switzerland. And suddenly they were like in a panic. Holy crap, we have to somehow get a 42-cent bottle of ketchup because this you know, on the one of our thing. multiple elite billionaires is coming and will eat his $300 steak well done to suck all the taste and juice out of it, and then he'll douse it in a 42-cent bottle of ketchup. <laughs> Hurry up and find a Walmart somewhere within a 1,000 miles. <laughs> <laughs> seriously and that's the lesson learned from donald trump this week is just because there are certain rules of decorum and rules of the way things are done around here and the way things are normally done in your industry and like but this is the way it's always been done and this is how you're supposed to act and this is how your ad is supposed to look and this is how your business is supposed to conduct itself because that's the way we do it in this town, in this industry, in this day, in this whatever. Who said? Rules were made to be broken, and rules were made to be broken by successful people. I just cannot help. I can't get the image of Donald Trump as Snoop Dogg walking around in there. Now, allow me to, to recite some of the uh, some lyrics from Snoop Dogg. Bitches look at me strange, but you know I don't care. Step up in this motherfucker just a swang in my hair. All right, I don't know what any of that means, but it sounds like some kind of well, rap thing. Think, and here's the deal, yeah, though. Just, Snoop is a major anti-Trumper. Didn't he, like, shoot him in a video or something? I don't know, but, but that's not the point. The point is is that he's, uh, is that when Trump shows up at Davos, he doesn't care what people are doing when they're looking at him. Well, he I think you're right. And actually, now that I, I think I'm about like, it, if Snoop Dogg was in a room with Trump, he would love him. They're two birds of a feather. Oh, exactly. Yeah, they get along great. And in but fact, there's, there's, it's probably, I would venture even to think that the reason Snoop Dogg made a video where he shoots Trump and, and is an anti-Trumper is because he's trumpetizing the video and getting all the attention by doing that. And selling more videos, selling more records and all kinds right. of stuff. So, but but anyway, secretly, uh, he's like, way to go, Trump. Go into Davos, where you've never been invited, where you don't belong, where you're not one of the hoity-toity elites, and go make the whole place is now all about Trump. Right. And no so, one can believe, all the anti-Trumpers can't believe it. They were all like, oh, Trump is going to not fit in. They're going to shun him. They're not going to want to include him in the love. And all, everyone is, they're like, he's, he's signing autographs. Everyone wants to take, they're taking selfies with him as he goes up the escalator. <laughs> like, everyone, these are like the richest, most elite people who can have anything in the world, and all they want is a selfie with Donald Trump. With Donald Trump. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and meanwhile, I mean, we have a history of presidents. You know, I, can, I could just see when Donald Trump goes to Davos, and the staff from the White House comes and goes, okay, Donald, it's time for your two-hour lesson in etiquette of how you're supposed to act and how what is respected and expected of you among these people. Blah, blah, blah. And Trump's saying, okay, that meeting's over. What do I do for the next hour, 59 minutes, and 59 seconds because I'm not listening to anything you say? Here's the deal. I'm doing what I do. I'm not bowing to the world leaders because that's customary. I'm not doing anything that I don't want to do. I'm going to be Trump being Trump, and that's the way it is. 
because he is the president of the United States. Right. Well, then you see the anti-Trumpers rash. And go like, you know, he's unpresidential and uh, it's embarrassing to be embarrassing well. us on the world stage. But we've talked about it before. And I know what you're going to say. By definition, anything yep. Trump does is presidential. So what does this mean for a business owner? How can the, the guy who owns the Excellent local question. roofing company and put To put it another way, what is the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump barging into Davos like he owns the place and not giving a Swinging his hair about the way things are supposed to be done? Right. Well, we've talked about it before. One thing to do is that... For a successful, first of all, just by definition, an entrepreneur is a rule breaker. Okay, there are because you're not, yeah, you're not getting the thirty, you're not working for thirty years. Well, yeah, there are an estimated thirteen percent of Americans are business owners, and that includes many people that are self-employed. They're not entrepreneurs. They simply stopped working for Joe the plumber and said, "I can do that on my own." But they they don't look for opportunities and to expand businesses and open new locations and start new. Right. You're you know, you're probably looking at two to four percent are really have the entrepreneurial. Right. A very small percentage of the world and of Americans are entrepreneurs. So by definition, they're breaking the rules. That's what entrepreneurs do. And so the lesson learned is if you've ever been told, but that's not the way it's done. So you can't charge people that way because that's not the way it's done. You can't take payments because we don't do payments in this industry or in this town or you know we we always do written estimates before we start the work in this town. Like that's just the way it's done. Remodelers do plans. This is how it's done. You you go over, you show them some samples, you do a plan, then you come back and you show them how it is and the colors they picked and with the materials they and then you do this and they yeah, you don't says who? Who says that's the way it has to be done? Why can't you shorten the entire sales cycle by saying I'm not doing it that way. I'm gonna do it this way. Boom. I'm gonna charge a higher price than anybody. Boom. Everyone gives a 10-year warranty. I'm going to give a 15-year warranty. Oh, yeah, but you can't do that. It isn't a, yeah. Well, the manufacturer says you can't. Okay, fine. Then I'm on the hook for the last two years of the warranty, but I'm going to do what I want to do. Oh, yeah, but you can't place an ad like that. I, you know, people, the loyal listeners will know I spent three and a half years as a consultant with the Yellow Page Company, and almost all of my ads were disliked, hated, and violated all the rules by the graphic designers of the Yellow Pages. They would complain about every ad I had them do. Oh, this is off-centered. Oh, it violates the rules. Oh, the, na- the phone number is supposed to be bigger, and the logo is supposed to be at the top, and you- there's supposed to be a picture of a little 1962 clip art of a guy with a wrench in a plumbing ad. Oh, you're supposed to put bu- meaningless bullet points of everything a plumber does, just like every other ad in there, so that nobody knows who to call. You're not supposed to put a useful, decent ad that will stand out from the crowd and get attention and get people to call. You're not supposed to be Donald Trump going to Davos. Donald Trump should be fitting in to all the elites and following their lead and doing it the way they say it's going to be done. Total BS. Here's, here's what people have got to understand. In, in Africa, on the, uh, on the plains of Africa, zebras run around, and they all have that same black and white striped pattern. And that's 
camouflage. And you say, well, how can that be camouflage in the savannah when nothing is black and white striped? Well, it's because they run in herds. So from a predator, look, the predator can't differentiate between the zebras. So they can't pick a zebra out. So they don't attack because they don't have a target. That's exactly the opposite of what we want to do as entrepreneurs. So we don't want to blend in with everybody else in our marketing, in our sales process, in the way that we offer our products or services, in the way that we guarantee our products and services. The the last thing you want to do is blend in with everybody else. You don't want to be a zebra. Unfortunately, human beings have a tendency to want to blend in with everybody else, just like the zebras do. So you've heard all your life, don't put your head up. Don't, you know, if you get your head up, then that's the, you're the one who gets your head cut off and all that kind of nonsense. So if, you know, so well, couldn't you say that another way? Because that's what we're saying. If you put your head up, you'll get noticed. That's what they're that's, saying. That's my point. Yeah, that's my point. Is okay, but and then they're right. In the jungle, getting noticed by a predator, not a good thing. In the world not of business, if you're doing any kind of advertising, marketing, or even just existing in business, getting you noticed, have to get good noticed. thing. Not only good thing, it's a critical thing. And essential even thing. if it's you're noticed that will keep you in, business. In, in, in what people think is a disparaging or embarrassing way. For instance, mm-hmm. these late-night comedians, whenever they show their ads of like, these are stupid local ads, and everyone laughs and entertains themselves for five minutes with ten clips of, quote, stupid local ads, I always laugh and go like, wow, that guy just sold another 800 cars. Well, when, when my ad showed up on David Letterman on his stupid news segment, from that moment on, it was as seen on Late Night with David Letterman. I'll bet the phone oh, rang yeah. the next day. <laughs> it rang a lot. There's no doubt about it. So uh, that's the uh, point, dear listener. You have to point. think what is your goal. Is your goal to fit in with everyone and do the right and proper thing so no one notices you? Or is your goal to say, like, hmm, number one, I need to get noticed, and therefore I need to actually stand out from the crowd? And how can I do things differently? How can I get attention? How can I do things differently from the norm? And that's what you see Donald Trump doing when he goes to Davos and disrupts the whole event with all their high and mighty stick out your pinky and drink your cup of tea and I'm sure that after the dinner, they're all supposed to retire to the smoking room where they smoke their $8,000 cigars and drink their $482 shots of cognac through the night. And Trump says, look, I'm not an idiot. I don't smoke and I don't drink. That's why I can eat 47,000 cheeseburgers and drink 82 Diet Cokes a day. And still the doctor says I'm in excellent health. <laughs> So you guys go on smoking and drinking, but I don't do that. Well, that's very un-Davos-like. That's right. It is. So think about it, dear listener. What do you do right now in your business that you're only doing because you don't want to ruffle any feathers and you don't want to have people say bad things about you behind your back or make fun of you, and that's the reason you're doing it, instead of I'm doing it because it will make me more money. Now, to that end, lest we forget, the advanced tip this week is a powerhouse. It's a neutron bomb, so to speak, into your business as far as getting attention. So make sure you go to Lessons Learned from Donald Trump. And dot com and contact information is there. I got the website right, right, Steve? Correct, because that's the thing, you know, and we discussed that we did not go into tremendous detail with the basic tip this week. We really saved the juiciest, which we always do, but this week we've overdone it on the advanced tip of the week. We've given you a very basic tip, and we've spoken about it a little before. You're just seeing it in a pronounced example this week that Donald Trump isn't just going to meet one world leader. He's going to meet hundreds 
of financial world leaders, and he is not sitting there learning all about how they do things and how supposedly it's accepted to be done and how the anti-Trump media is going to look at you and make fun of you and say you're unpresidential and you're uncouth and you're rude and you're unpresidential and you're uh, embarrassing. All those comments they make, they all mean the same thing. They mean, boy, Donald Trump really knows how to stand out from the crowd and get attention. And if you're struggling at all in your business to get more calls, to get more bids, to get more prospects, to turn them into more customers and more clients, more patients, more members, whatever it is in your business, then a big part of that is starting out with standing out among all your competitors, being different and standing out from the crowd. And you're seeing that. Next time you think about placing an ad or sending out an email or painting your truck or putting up a sign or anything about blending in, we want you to think of Donald Trump in Davos saying, yeah, on my $500 steak, I'll have a 42-cent bottle of ketchup, please. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.